Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Damn, Ty, you made gypsies too? The fuck got into you? Welcome back, you rascals. Tobin and Leroy here with you on 560 WQAM. Taking you up until 2 o'clock here. Miami Heat. They'll be back in action tomorrow against the Milwaukee Bucks. Thanks again to Christo Saltos for joining the program all the way from Greece. Appreciate him after knowing a long night of watching basketball. What a delight. Were you saying something, Marcos? I saw you mouthing something, but I didn't hear you. Yeah, I was telling Solana to stop bugging me. I got my own show to worry about, dude. Oh, what is he doing over there? What are you talking about there, Solana? If you want to talk to Marcos, you do it on the air. That's true, yeah. Might as well get paid for it. But yeah, man, I actually got a text from Len. Len must have been uh, intrigued by the voice. He's like, who is the sweet, sultry sounds of this Handsome young man on the radio right now. I had a lo- I had. She to, uh, also messaged me. <laughs> I, got, I got to let him know who Christos is, man. He knows who Christos is. Like he 7 p.m. Reminded. Right now. Uh, dude, I mean, like, come on. I'm not going to sit here and uh, and 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 have a legend like that have to explain who he is. He's the yeah. man. He's the he's the best NBA reporter out there right now. And if you don't know, now you know. Speaking of which, uh, that uh, stupid Dana White catchphrase. Uh, if you guys uh, want to check out tomorrow on Tapped Out, I'll be back with uh, my guy Sean Levine. We have the number one pound for pound fighter on the planet, Alexander Volkanovsky, joining the show. Maybe you heard of him. He's fighting Islam Makachev coming up next week in Australia. And uh, I think you guys will enjoy that. He is a tremendous. Seven to nine tomorrow. Check that out. Uh, BetQL for all the Twitchers out there, the BetQL channel on Twitch. Pop in the chat there. And then uh, on YouTube as well. I believe we're on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. Uh, maybe it's the BetQL YouTube page. You guys will find it. I'll tweet out the links. Just go check us out tomorrow from 7 to, uh, seven p.m. to 9 p.m. Did I see Let's get some headlines here? Go ahead. I don't want to give out too much. Was he swimming with sharks? Is that something that you... He was sure. swimming with sharks. Yes, I asked him about Why swimming with sharks. Why do people do that? Why is that a thing people do? Why are they not... Australia? Yeah. Australia. Why not? He okay. literally, yeah, like, his answer to his answer to that was basically, it's what we do. It's nah, Australia. Okay. It's what we do. All right. And I, I was asking him, I was like, did you do that simply because Islam Makachev had this video where he's in like a Russian sauna, but then he runs out of the sauna in the frigid Russian forest and just jumps in the water. And like, you just have a classic case of Russian 
doing Russian stuff, Australian doing Australian stuff. Let's see these two guys scrap coming up on uh, next weekend on the 11th. But yeah, that's what Aust- he's like. Yeah, that's what Australia does. Swim the sharks, poison the snakes. That's how we roll. I just imagine everything in the Everglades is dangerous. Why are you shaking your finger, JFig? You know, I don't know why I'm the way I am, but you say sharks and I'm like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You say snakes. You're out. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Well, you say gators. I'm out. Uh, I gators. I was about like when I was out at the Springs and, uh, you know, you're kind of like in that little kayak or on a paddle board or whatever. You know, it's not, it, it, they're not that aggressive looking. They're not that scary looking. You know, they're kind of just minding their own business, doing their thing. The sharks I don't play with. I mean, that's, I am always nervous when I'm at Peanut Island. I feel like a shark's going to come up and just take a chunk out of my cheek, but, you know. <laughs> There's always that nervous feeling, but I don't know why I trust them a lot more than I trust gators. Where where is Marcos going? Like, what is going on over there? There's a lot going on over there. Now an engineer is calling me. I saw like the flashing light, and I was like, okay, well, maybe this is important. We're trying to figure out. We're trying to figure out uh, the broadcast. Hogman and Crowder. Let's talk for some cat talk. All right, hockey fans, don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. Today is the skills competition, and Hockman and Crowder. We'll be broadcasting live from FLA Live Arena. So, anybody, I, I saw yesterday that media day looked really, really cool. It looked like a lot of people were out there at the beach checking everything out. So, that seemed uh, that seemed like it, it it had a nice turnout. So, the NHL, I got feel I feel like the buzz from the NHL All Star Game has almost been a little bit better put together than it was for the MLB All Star Game years ago. So, you know, pretty it cool. Really cool. A lot of fun. Right now, you have uh, coming up today in the breakaway challenge, you have Matthew Kachuk. He's in that. And celebrity goaltender Roberto Luongo. So there you go. Little cat connection there for, uh, for that. And then for the splash shot, the competition is on Fort Lauderdale. Uh, the Ocean Spray Breeze. Is this the same thing? Yeah, I guess so. Matthew Kachuk is also in that. The splash shot. There's a Chipotle pitch and puck using a combination of hockey and golf shots. Uh, and then there's hardest shot. Hmm. All right. It sounds like fun. So get on out there. FLA Live Arena. All the stuff going on with the All-Star Weekend here in the cat's house. I can't skate. Whoa. What do you mean? I can't skate. Can At I all? Skate? Can't 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 roller skate. Can't inline skate. Have you tried? Yeah, but you know that whole like you gotta fall a hundred times before you figure it out. I'm not a fan. Huh? Those fa- those falls hurt. Yeah, and I'm, you- everyone does a ice arena thing, and I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But I always I like, come up with an excuse. Do they, can you ice skate, Jeffic? No. Uh-huh. Uh I will hold someone's hand, and oh. then I'll have both of us fall on the floor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can barely walk. Okay, uh, I can skate. So. They call, yeah, they call me the Ice Demon. I can, I can the get what? out there. I, they call me the Ice Demon. I, demon? I, I can, yeah, Demon. demon. Okay. I'm a demon on ice. You know, cool. which you would think is like not productive because of hell and fire, but it actually is. Like it just can't be stopped. RVA, we're Richie. gonna hold you to that. Whoa, that was kind of crazy. 
Dade's house is web feet, not meant for skating. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Richie called me a good swimmer too, and I I do know how to swim really well. You should. Uh, we'll get to some of your texts here. Guy says sharks kill less people than fallen coconuts. I actually can believe that. Really? That's probably yeah. I, I can, can actually, believe that no too. Those fallen coconut, those uh, those could be something, dude. But pretty wild. Death though. Another guy says uh, Jimmy needs a little TTL. I'm not giving G- Jimmy TTL for a bad Knicks game. I mean, it was a bad game. I definitely would have liked more from Jimmy Butler. Um, but he's Jimmy Butler. Like Jimmy Butler's had a good season. He's had he he has had a good season. It was unfortunate. That he didn't do much yesterday, but uh, you know, I'm not. He's not in TTL. If anybody's in TTL territory today, it's Kyle Lowry. But I don't even really. It doesn't even feel like I have to muster up TTL for him. It feel like it, it, it feels like if anything, it's STL. Spo tough love. You ain't playing in the fourth quarter anymore. I just don't understand. It's not a thing. Like why he says that I want to play in the fourth quarter as a competitor. You want to be out there, but as like a, a smart person, which I, I believe he is. Would you put yourself out there, Kyle Lowry? Like, would you put yourself out there? Well, I think that's kind of like the argument killer. Is like they've they've found some level of success without him. So, you know, I don't I don't think there is a thing like where it's like, wow, you're really missing Kyle. He's he you you don't have this element with him out there. And I don't know, the impact's just not there. I I, I would almost be surprised because the the talks from reporters there seems to be interest in him but it doesn't sound like the heat are very aggressive in trading him and i would almost be surprised if kyle i, I don't want to say goes to Miami and demands a trade but i i would be surprised if he didn't be like all right is this gonna like he obviously isn't gonna want to finish out another year on the heat like this so i'd be surprised if it's it almost isn't like a mutual thing like hey can you find me a place to go to and you know, the Heat's answer, it, there's a lot of Toronto Raptors fodder out there as far as certain guys that they may deal off. And I think that would be kind of cool if Kyle Lowry got a chance to go back to Toronto, go back to a, a place that actually loves him. I feel like for D-Wade, I remember what that meant for him to get that opportunity. Um, and it was, it was just, you could see as soon as he got from Cleveland to Miami, it went from a guy who looked like he didn't have it anymore to the joy being back in basketball. And he looked like himself again. And, you know, was was just the leader of that team immediately and the best player on that team immediately. Um, I, I just feel like Kyle just doesn't have his... He just does it, Maybe it's him just being old and not taking a step back, but he just doesn't have his mojo here. And I just don't see the point in doing this anymore. Like, you're going out there, you're giving up goose... You're, you're giving the heat goose eggs first half after first half. You're not going to play in the fourth quarter. So you're giving me like, all right, here's seven minutes. Maybe I'll score. Oh, I gave you a basket. Oh, I hit you a couple of threes. But, you know, could Gabe Vincent do the same with that product with, with those minutes? Could, you know, would Victor do the same with those minutes or do better with those? Yeah, probably, probably with the way that he's been going. So I don't know, man. It's a, uh, it's an unfortunate thing because, you know, the Heat do take criticism for saying they didn't do anything with this team. And that they just ran it back. I I get the logic in that. Well, we didn't really get Kyle in the playoffs last year. He was diminished. He was injured. But it doesn't look like it's getting any better. Even with all the 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 Riley call out of getting into shape, him working out in the uh, in the offseason at the UFC facility, and all that, it has come here. It has got to a point where it just doesn't feel like the fit or the need is there with Kyle Lowry. 
I'm not saying the need or the fit can't be there with other teams, but certainly it feels like it's run its course here. And it would be better served if he probably found a team that, you know, could utilize him or needs to utilize him a little bit more. He's just not on the pecking order on this heat team anymore. And clearly Spo is telling you with his actions, he doesn't need him. And I, and I really think that if he wasn't a, a guy who had the credentials that he had, doesn't have, did, didn't have the respect for Kyle Lowry that he does as, uh, as all the things that he's done. I don't even know if he would start him. You know, you, we see with Deadman done with Deadman yesterday. Udonis Haslam got minutes over Dwayne Deadman and played well, by the way. But when Eric Spolster was asked about it, he was like, yeah, it was Heat Knicks. What? That's your. Re- so your reasoning for playing Udonis Haslam over Dwayne Deadman, a right decision, by the way, was nostalgia. Like that's that's how little he is playing Dwayne Deadman. He's like, no, no, no. You throw the massage gun on the court. We'll sound like we're cool. But pretty much what he's telling them is, nah, we're done with Deadman. We're done with Deadman. It seems like they're basically done with Kyle Lowry. So I don't know. And the only improvements that we see or or the only moves that are coming down the pipe is they're going to get Big Yurt back. And Duncan Robinson, I assume, will get healthier. But, you know, the Heat are in a spot right now where Duncan makes $20 million a year. Kyle makes $30 million a year. That's $50 million. It's basically giving you this whole season. So, you know, they certainly look like a team. And as you heard from Christos, this feels very much like the run it back team that, you know, added Trevor Ariza that they seem like a team that could go out there. That, that needs a little bit of a jolt needs a little bit of a spark. You know, I just, it's, it's just tough to know what that trade market is because these freaking Utah jazz got a hundred picks for Rudy Gobert and they ruined it. Remember Avery Bradley on the Heat? I do remember Avery. You Bradley. bringing up Trevor Ariza made me think of that. Avery Bradley, it's a tough yeah, time. He, uh, it's a tough time. I remember Mo Harkless with his oh, snarky Mo ass tweet. Harkless. Like, are you kidding me, Gross. Mo Harkless? Yeah, that was the that was uh, that was tough. That was that was uh, that was tough sledding for the Miami Heat that year. You really with, think uh, anyone with, in Toronto though? Like, who do who do you if you're Toronto? Which I, I have heard that a lot. They are mm. sellers during the trade deadline. You're really gonna give up someone to like we didn't have to give up anyone to get Dwayne Wade back when we got him back. Like no, what, are you gonna give no, up Van Vliet or like you know are we who are we gonna get back? Seattle I don't know. It's a good question because he makes a ton of money. That's Apparently amazing. there's there's uh there's reports that they had checked in on. Let's see. Apparently there was a report. I think it was from Five Reasons that they had checked in with the uh, the Raptors on Ananobi and Pascal Siakam. I don't think you could just get Kyle Lowry. You'd probably have to give up a heap of picks for OG and Anobi because he's really good. Um, will be a fun, interesting fit. I don't know how much you would. It's it, the thing with the guys like Ananobi and John Collins. That's going to be interesting. Is I don't know how much they're going to like coming here because you're going to come here and essentially be the fourth option again. You're not going to come here and be like the go-to guy or the go-to scorer on the team all of a sudden. Uh, but Ananobi is an absolute, I mean, he's a demon on defense. He is, he, he would be, uh, he would be a nice fit. He's versatile as hell. Um, but it, it feels like he's going to take a haul to absolutely get J- John Collins. It seems like the Hawks are softening on, but he hasn't had that great a year. Um, and he certainly doesn't help the shooting. Jay Crowder is the obvious one that's out there. 
who knows what's going to happen with that. Apparently, they there was some talk that they wanted to give up. Uh, if the Heat were willing to give up Caleb Martin, they would have gotten Jay Crowder. They don't want to do that. I can understand why. So it's a wild thing. And I see a lot of people are asking me to go out there and lash out on the Heat. I'm I'm not. Like, you know, I was disappointed. I don't like losing to the New York Knicks. But, you know, guys, I think they are playing a lot better. I do think that I get the frustration. Every game is close. They're a little bit Jekyll and Hyde. But, you know, if you go out, you win tomorrow. It's a two-and-two two road trip. That's a good road trip. It's unfortunate that they screwed the pooch against the Hornets. But I, I really think that, you know, I think their top th- I, I think their top two guys are still two of the best two-way players in the league, can be a handful. And I'm just going to wait. If they don't make any moves by the trade deadline, you know, then we'll see how, we'll see what old Tobe's mood, mood is at that point. But right now, I, I, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. You can't just bully me into that. No one's bullying you. Gonna... No one's... Oh, oh, dude, no people one's are on the comments and no I don't like, like that. Oh, please, Tobin. Yes, you do. Them. Yes, dude, you do like people that. are telling me, right. oh, Tobin, just lash out. No, I'll do, what I, I'll do what I want when I want, okay? Speaking of lashing out, Jake Paul lashing Ooh. out of Bomani Jones. This was very spicy yesterday. We'll get to some of this, plus more of your texts. And uh, I want to get back into this Brian Flores conspiracy that Leroy just completely dismissed yeah. uh, before he went off to get his knee checked out again. You're going to take advantage of the fact that he's not even here. It's picking up steam. You don't have to look at it like that. You could just say no, I'm, uh, a topic to I'm definitely looking at it like that. We'll take a break. Those are your headlines brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. Back after this. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is their to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with shopify sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. (laughs) 
All right, welcome back, everybody. Toby Leroy. We're streaming live on YouTube. You guys can check us out, Miami 560 WQAM on YouTube and Twitch. Check it on out. Hockman and Crowder, you guys can start watching them. Are they there live yet, Jay Figure? They're just doing clips. What uh, What's the deal with them? Are they, when are, when are they going to muster up the uh, the guts to go live? They're still doing clips. They're not live at all. Well, you guys can go watch a little Hockman and Crowder and listen to them. Either way, I've been notified uh, by the powers that be, Gullen. Mm-hmm. Uh, NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman <gasps> will be uh, joining Hockman and Crowder today Whoa. on the show, 5 o'clock hour. The so. commish? Yeah. Nice. Probably likes being in a, in a spot where somebody can't boo him. I mean, because they boo the holy hell out of him when they give away that Stanley Cup. Oh, does he get booed, dude? Like I mean, nobody li- who likes the commissioner, really? I, I mean, like with Adam Silver. Uh, yeah, Adam Silver's probably the only commissioner right now that people tolerate. But like Roger yeah. Goodell, booed him. Yep. Uh, that Rob Manfred, you boo <laughs> oh, him and he man. wets his pants. He gets shook. I yep. mean, he's he'll he'll like start. He'll like start talking, you know, all crazy if you start booing his ass. He doesn't know what to do with himself. But that's what happens when you don't really like the sport that you commission. You call the world championship a hunk of metal. Yeah. Like imagine Gary, you know, Gary Bettman, though, he's not dumb enough to do something like that. Call call the Stanley Cup, Lord Stanley's Cup, a hunk of metal. I saw a lot of people yesterday on the beach taking pictures with uh, Lord Stanley. Are you supposed to touch it? I feel like that's taboo. I feel like you're only nah. supposed to touch Lord Stanley I don't feel if like you win it. It's never the real one, dude. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I feel it. like you, you don't can't. think that's the Stanley Cup? Nah. It's like a stunt cup. I always, every time you see any sort of trophy, it's always the fake one. They don't trust us. Mm. And I wouldn't there's trust them. Exactly. Yeah. I was going to say, I, there's not that so much trust yeah. in people and a beach. Yeah, yeah that's an sure. interesting one because, like, I've gotten a chance to take a picture with, like, the Larry O'Brien trophy. They've brought it to the uh, the studios before. I got to, I don't think I was supposed to do this, but I hugged it. What? I, I, I kind of, yeah, like, they brought it in. I'm sorry to admit this, uh, guys, but. Uh, <laughs> this is why. This is but why. But when they brought in all three trophies, they set it up in Gullen's office. Ooh. And nobody was watching it. You know, I think it was like Bernie was there. What's he going to do? He's yeah. a, you know, he's a giant flame with a basketball nose. He's not going to hit me. Hmm. So, yeah, I hugged. I, I had 06, 12 and 13. I hugged wow. 12. I gave it a little a little snuggle. Nice. But I, you might be right. Why would they say like, I feel like the real ones are probably on Mickey Harrison's yacht. Like, For why sure. would they? Why would they put real? I feel like they just buy. I think they just buy the ones that are, you know, for the people. Yeah, that's exactly. a real trophy. Like I'm sure they still spend a, a decent amount on it, but you sure, know, yeah, yeah, but not the, the one, price. yeah, the one that got soaked in champagne. Mm, yeah, exactly. Nah, that's that's got to be in Mickey's yacht. That can't For be the sure. real thing. No way. Also, not to spend too much time on this rat think, but it mm-hmm. just uh, you know it, it kind of brings more more of an understanding of when Tom Brady threw that Lombardi from one boat to another. I was right. looking at that yeah. the other day. I was like, that could have went really bad. Dude. Oh, it could have gotten bad. Yeah. Could have yeah. gone with that pointy edge. He's lucky. <laughs> would have been another crime for him to answer to, which he <laughs> wouldn't. He wouldn't have. By the way, I saw yeah. that his pops was out here being like, mm. well, I would have liked to see him play for the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it not enough, mm-hmm. Dad? Is it not here enough? Here we go. Seriously. Here we- Come on. The, fir- the first domino has fallen. Mm-hmm. Papa Tom is out here telling you, I want my boy to play back home. All of a sudden. The, the drum for Tom Brady coming back, it'll start up any time now. Trust me. How He's coming back. He is coming back, dude. It is all a bunch of bull bleep. I saw, by the way, speaking of this, did you see? Did, uh, now, this is the fodder. I don't know where this was. I see this fodder all over uh, Dolphins Twitter. Bye, Solana. 
Um, did you see who's getting an interview with Tua? No. Next week at Super Bowl week. So one of the things that's interesting about Tua coming out of concussion protocol is he's going to be doing a lot of media next week because it's Super Bowl week. Super Bowl week, a lot of Radio Row interviews, a lot of big athletes will go on tour because let's just say Nissan J-Fig is going to pay Tua $500,000 to go do a bunch of interviews and say, hey, Nissan, that's the best. Well, aren't they already doing like commercials and stuff? Right. I'm not yeah. saying he, I'm not, I don't know if that's who, but usually like someone's going to pay Tua a boatload of money to go do interviews. And did you see who landed one of these interviews? Did you see who landed one of these interviews? Marcos, did you see who landed one of the interviews with Tua? I did not. That, at least according to Twitter. Yeah. Uh, you know, I haven't done much research on this because, you know, doesn't seem like I have to. I mean, I'll just take their well. I'll just take I'll just take Finn's ball 69's word on it. Yeah, Didn't do your research. Okay, got it. He's supposedly doing a sit down and giving an interview to Mike Florio and Chris Sims. What? Yup. No He's way, gonna dude. sit down with the devil. No Where way. is this meeting? Hell? Yeah, I don't know. Tua can't I don't get him there. I don't understand it. Maybe he's gonna join him in hell from Zoom. I don't know. But Tua's supposedly doing a meeting with Chris, doing an interview with what? Chris Mother Bleepin' Sims. Are you kidding me? Who set this up, dude? I don't like it. Probably his agent. Yeah. Maybe probably it's a setup. Agent. Maybe he's gonna be well, like, you never know, say like, to yeah, my face. It probably you know, they may say to him, uh, hey Tua, you got an interview with NBC Sports. All right, cool. He doesn't know. But yeah. then you know he knows when he sees that Chris Sims. We know you, Chris Sims. Answer for your crimes. You had your I hope chance, was... Chris Sims. You had your chance. I hope Chris Sims immediately starts off and and apologizes for Tua Grovels for ranking him behind both Browns quarterbacks this year. Yep. I hope that he starts his interview groveling and kissing Tua's feet saying, I'm sorry I ranked you at one point the 40th quarterback in the league. Hmm. There's no coming Chris... back, though, right? Chris Sims, are you kidding me? Hmm. That's ridiculous. El Borre is saying that Billy Gill set it up and Stugat set it up. Is that true? They set this up through God bless football. How dare they? Oh, man. I am so mad. There's no coming back, Chris Sims. You made your choice, dude. There's a line in the sand. I think that, like, you guys are going to seriously have this guy at him and Cowherd. You guys are going to sit there and you're going to smooch his ass. Well, Tua, you got through concussion. Oh, what a, what a year it was. You got you, 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 smiling faces with hidden agendas. Good to see that uh, God bless football, you know, can get down to hell with their coverage. <laughs> Speaking of interviews that got a, that got a little buzz. So like I was saying, publicists will set these things up. Did you guys see Jake Paul get all sassy pants with uh, with with Bomani Jones? Have yeah. you seen this making the rounds? I didn't even see that Bomani Jones had an HBO show prior to this. I had no clue, to be honest. It was on yesterday before the All Star game. They put it on because Turner owns HBO, uh, oh, and what? so they had uh, so they they played it yesterday. Game Theory, I think, is what it's called. Hmm. Yes, um, so yes. he uh, he was on yesterday before the All Star picks. I caught a little bit of it. Yeah. But not this episode. I think this episode coming up this week is the Jake Paul episode, which I think is it might, it might, it might air tonight. I think it might be the uh, so the teaser. This Jake Paul was was all uh, in a kerfuffle, yeah, because Bomani Jones seemed to ask him. I don't know how the rest. Of, I don't know like what led to this. I don't know because there was only a little teaser that they put out as a promo clip, yeah, like forty five seconds. 
But Jake Paul, like, just got a bee in his bonnet with Bomani Jones questioning. Here it is. After Tommy Fury, where do you go from there? Like, what happens if you lose one of these fights? Um, I, I don't plan on losing. You know, I, I don't train to lose. Um, maybe that I, I feel like that's probably like your mindset. You know, a lot of people try to project their mindsets. No, I'm not, I, no I ain't no projected of a mindset. My question is, this is work because we're all surprised that you keep winning these fights, right? But if somebody does beat you, how much interest stays in this when it stops being surprised? They won't. They won't. And and I'm gonna be honest, bro. I don't know who the. F- you are my PR team set, Dude, set up all this I interview. know about you is that people don't like you it sounds like wow. two people who really didn't want to inter- be be talking to each other it's like For one sure. of those things where it sounds like Bomani Jones's producers convince him to talk to Jake Paul because it gets ratings and Jake Paul's agency says hey it's HBO like of course we'll do it you know man. But man, well, minus one for lashing out. <laughs> lashing out, definitely Paul. lashing. I wouldn't use a minus that one. Question. Exactly. You know, what, He's what happens? You a question. What happens if you lose? And it is a fair question. Like, yeah. do people still care about Jake Paul when he loses? I mean, like, you know, I don't know how much I care about him fighting Tommy Fury anymore. I wanted them to fight the first time around. I was like, yeah. all right, cool. Now I'm like, all right, they've tried to do this six times. This isn't Floyd Mayweather versus Manny Pacquiao. You can't just string me along. This isn't Spence versus Crawford. It's fake Fury versus versus Paul. It's all for the dramatics, I think. Yeah, I mean, it must be for sure, because it seemed like you said it it didn't seem like whatever Bomani said was like that egregious. Not only that, he handled Jake Paul's initial response like, you know, uh, he says you must have like a loser mentality or something. And he just continued. He's like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. And then he continues his question. And then Jake Paul hits him with, I don't know who the hell you are. He got, he got a little hurt. And, in his yeah, like, well, what is and it that's not, why yeah, he like, had to lash well, out to protect even, it. Even if he doesn't know who he is, like, all right, who cares? Like, yeah. So you don't know who he is. Like, So you would that's answer that. That's something you really say, I think. You would answer that question from Stephen A, but not Bamani Jones. You would answer that question from Brian Kenny, but not Bamani Jones. It's a totally fair question. What happens if you lose? What is the what is the mentality? What is what is the uh, the appetite of Jake Paul if he loses? I mean, I feel like that's all the appetite. Really, what everybody wants is to see him lose. That's the whole point of it, um, especially in boxing. You know, I was even hearing – I actually heard Eddie Hearn. Eddie Hearn was on Levitard yesterday, and he was like, yeah, he's he taking on a boxer. Not a really good boxer, but he's taking on a boxer. On the le- boxing is never going to give Jake Paul credit. It's never going to happen. MMA will. If he steps in there and fights MMA – Jake Paul will get some credit. MMA just does it better when it comes to giving guys credit for trying. You know, Kimbo. Kimbo got credit. Kimbo was out there, and he was getting into a cage. Nobody thought that Kimbo was an elite mixed martial artist, but he did two things. One, he brought exposure to the sport, which is important, and a part of what Jake Paul is doing. But two, people gave him credit because it's really hard. And, you know, Kimbo was basically a brawler going in there and going against guys with much more skill than he had. But, you know, still was 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 looked upon as, you know, this window into a sport that nobody had really seen before on a big time stage with Jake. You know, it's kind of like, you know, you're with it seems like you're there for good reasons, but everybody kind of feels like it's still just a clout thing and that you're just there to, to pump yourself up and and get these things. And I'm just like, are you there to prove that you're good at this or are you there to get a lot of people to buy it? Because I don't feel like people are really interested in the journey of is Jake Paul actually good at fighting? People are interested in Jay Fig. What do you want to see when you see Jake Paul? 
I want to see him lose. Right. And I don't know what the the element of that is because we've had him on the show a couple of times. Seems like a perfectly fine guy. He's like a nice guy. He was a perfectly nice guy when we've had him on the show. But we want to see them Paul brothers lose. There they are. Noxious. Even though that brother of his seems to be a pretty good wrestler. Yeah. Also, you know, he did a deal with UFC recently. I thought it was was for fights. Yeah. It's It's energy drink, though. I knew that yeah. a mile away when he was like, oh, big announcement coming, Dana White. And I was like, yeah, it's going to be for like a sponsorship. He ain't fighting. In the well, they got me. I duped <laughs> you. You actually thought that he was going to see he was going to be the next CM Punk. He was going to step in there with no experience. I, I mean, you know, Brock Lesnar did it right. You know, obviously Brock Lesnar didn't do it. Yeah. I thought Jake Paul should have done it. Instead of Jake Paul going to PFL, he should have gone to the UFC. Like, yeah, just do it. I feel like he'll sell a lot of like a lot that's of tickets, the most. Of course, because yeah. people want to see him get his ass kicked. That's yeah. the whole point. So when you get into this whole thing of, oh, man, well, what how Well, that's the loser mentality. I don't plan on losing. Well, you got to like the whole point when you go and fight all these old guys and now people start to say, OK, Jake Paul doesn't suck, suck. That's the whole thing. When he took out Ben Askren, we're like, Ben Askren can't punch to save his life. But he's been in there with killers. There's no way he's going to lose to Jake Paul. Jake Paul smoked him uh, with Tyron Woodley. You know, Tyron Woodley hadn't won a fight in years. But come on. He's one of the heaviest hitters in UFC uh, pound for pound. Jake Paul flatlined him somehow. So, you know, now we're getting to the point where like, all right, well, what is the thing that gets him? What is the thing that gets him to lose? Because I don't I'm not really looking at Jake Paul to make this monster run in boxing to become this uh, this stud fighter all of a sudden. But anyway. Don't be so sensitive with Bomani's questions. Very testy. Very testy, dude. But I'm we get a little. I got to see the rest. I, yeah. I mean, listen, it's a good promo clip. It will get you to tune in and, and watch the rest of the interview for sure. We'll take a quick break. Speaking of getting a little sassy, you're dead to me. Is next. You're dead to me. You're dead to me. <laughs> Get, throw some dirt in the grave. Our favorite Friday game. You're dead to me. Go around You're the virtual room and say who's dead to us. Wes Goldberg from Locked on Heat. He's going to join us in the one o'clock hour. We'll talk a little Miami Heat that lost last night to the New York Knicks. Stung. Kyle Lowry not playing very much. Bam out of bio. All-star. Awesome. So we'll uh, talk some NBA with Wes coming on up. Uh, Hogman and Crowder, they're going to be live at FLA Live Arena for the skills competition. So check that on out. And uh, tomorrow, by the way, 3 o'clock, you guys can hear uh, the number 23 Canes take on number 20 Clemson on the road. So we got that for you here on 560, as well as Heat and Bucks tomorrow. So a very packed day of hoops going on. Let's get to it. And mine's easy. If you guys listened earlier on in the show, Kevin Pelton, you know, I barely liked listening to you as it was, but your take on Bam Adebayo was quite frankly horrific. And I could just say, I shan't be going to him any longer for my numbers analysis when it comes to the game of basketball, because clearly this guy doesn't know what the hell he's watching, where he's out there and and has the audacity to say, Ah, 
Bam out of bio. And I don't know what the numbers nerds are doing with this. Him, Hollinger, same thing. You know, the, the, these groups of, of button pushers who are besmirching what Bam is doing. You know, this is why this is why people get annoyed with you guys. You know, you come out here and you're like trying to math up the game. And you can't just watch the beauty of a player who is who's playing his best season and, and see what his importance is because you want to say, ah, him and Nick Claxton, samesies. So, Pelts, if that is your real name, it doesn't really matter to me because you're dead to me. Good day, sir. You're dead to me, bum. He deserves it. What though. do you got? Yeah, he does. He, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all I got on him. <laughs> no one Help. gets you heated and gets away with it. Nah, it's just it it annoys me. It annoys me. What do you got, J Fig? What do you got, Marcos? All wow, right. She, she has nobody, huh? Everyone's alive to her. Oh, all right. <laughs> Besides so- Jake Paul. <laughs> wow. Right. I, I know it's a little too here. soon, you know, last segment we were talking about it but you don't just that's very unprofessional to me you know when you see someone's coming on to you just asking you a regular question that made you feel a little hurt you're gonna go off and say that you don't even know who they are but in a very him saying he doesn't know him saying that means that bomani got in his feelings that he exactly yeah a little hurt which i I don't really understand why that's why i gotta see more that question wasn't like deserving of that i want to see the rest of the interview so, all right, Marcos, who are you killing? Got a lot figuratively. Of, yeah, figuratively, of course. Got a lot of honorary uh, deaths to go around. So I'm going to take Leroy's spot as well. I'm going to take his extra one. Got a lot of killings to go on. Solana, you interrupted my show for about an hour today. So you know what? You're dead to me, Solana. You're dead to me. Yeah, I noticed you were chatting like the what whole time. What was going on? Okay. Like, what does he need Look, to know? Why you realize you, show? you have an on-air role. Right? You're not just here pushing buttons what? and just, I can just sit back here doing whatever. Like, I love that that's been a thing lately where right? people just waltz on in and just be like, yeah, Tobin <laughs> and Leroy's going on, but we got to talk to Gary Bettman. Exactly. I don't see that happening in any other show. Mm-hmm. Huh? No. Common courtesy. I grew up in this business with some common courtesies of the radio right. game. And everybody just sits and thinks it's social hour up in our, up in our thing because, ah, they're the wacky midday show. They keep it loose. Yeah. People come in like, what are you Not doing? Not that loose. <laughs> Apparently. Jeez. I don't know. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's something on my face. I'm just too likable. Oh, gosh, I hate that Maybe. about me. Uh, <laughs> all right. So it's a lot that dude. He's, he's my honorary one. He's not officially oh. dead to me. And uh, another honorary dead to me is uh, you, Tobin. It's you, Whoa! dude. You're dead. Why? What did I do? I'm gonna, okay. Not only did you spend... You held us hostage for about three to four days <laughs> as you mm. were giving uh, Vic Fangio until COB. So uh, there's that. And then as soon as he got signed, bangs up was back, baby. Yeah. You know, So that's on behalf of Leroy, the emotional roller coaster. You put him and all of us uh, through this entire week. Uh, you get an honorary. You're dead to me. You're dead to me. That's ridiculous. You're the reason that. why he's getting an MRI right now. Yeah. I'm not, not the not reason the that he's getting an MRI. <laughs> This is ridiculous. Why Why should I have to suffer an honorary dead to me just yeah. because 
Vic Fangio <laughs> couldn't come make up and make up his mind. Yeah. Well, you also you know slammed what? You and Jake old... Paul, samesies. Wow. <laughs> You're dead to me. <laughs> yeah. uh, so who's your true dead to me? My true dead to me is someone who's actually on my TV twice because they did that thing where they have the channel on both TVs. I don't know who. I don't understand. Looking at his face right now, and he is none other than bandwagon abandoner Kendrick Perkins. Oh, tell him, dude. Sick of this guy, dude. He was all on, oh, the Miami Heat got them goons, got them goons, bam, out of the bayou. And it's like every time he mentions the Miami Heat nowadays, it's always something negative. Got nothing nice to say, dude. You got nothing nice to say. Well, I don't want to hear it, bam, out of the bayou. You're dead to me, Kendrick Perkins. I will no longer support anything that you do in your perfect beard. You're either in or you're out. Yeah. You're dead to me. Boom. I like when he mispronounces names. It's fun. Yeah, Yesterday I was watching SportsCenter and he goes, uh, they just traded for Rui Hachimura. <laughs> and he goes, right about that. you got these Lakers. They traded for Rui Hachimata. Yes. I'm like, excellent. That's yeah. just that's exact. It's exactly what I want from Kendrick Perkins. Think he's all doing the it time. on purpose at this time, or I he definitely calls Bam out of the Bayou. Like that's a thing now. Like yeah. that's what he calls him. I don't know if Rui Hachimata is by accident or if he actually thinks his name is Rui Hachimata. You know those commercials that Bam is shooting with Nissan, trying to pronounce his name and stuff like that. That all goes to Kendrick. Hmm. <laughs> it's just it's just so he can get it right. Yes. Hmm. I mean, he did call Bam out earlier in the year. He basically said he was Clint Capella. And, yep. you know, Bam went on and had... Uh, so maybe we should thank Kendrick Perkins. I don't know. Oh, a little but, tough Kendrick a, love? A, a, a little... Uh, yeah, maybe a little KTL. Nah, KPTL. Oh, yeah. I don't want to thank him either. I, I Listen, I, I smelt that. I smelled a rat from a mile away when he came out with them, them goons from Miami. Yeah. I, I, I knew as soon as they got to take on the Lakers, he was going to be rats off a ship. Did he? Wasn't there even merch involved? I think he did. Get yeah, he was going to sell. Uh, I think he, him and Hawkman were going to go into business saying. together. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. don't wear the shirt anymore. Don't, do don't it. wear that shirt. It's You're ridiculous. dead to me. No way. By the way, here's another one. This Netflix. Oh right. Oh my god. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Let me just say something, dude. Sure, All right. Me too. I'll do with my password what I please. Okay. <laughs> All right. They're still getting money. You guys, you'll be all right. And this yeah. whole you're gonna you, you you think this is gonna I'm telling you right now, Netflix, you think this is gonna be a good plan, locking people out and they think they're just gonna pay for Netflix. This is like that idiot Musk who thought people were gonna buy blue mm, check marks. I was just thinking the same thing. I'm telling you right now, Netflix, tread lightly because you lock people out, just gonna go where we wanna go. Because I, I trust me, I don't need to know what happens in the new season of Genie in Georgia. All right, <laughs> I don't need to know. I'll be fine. I can find a new streaming service, and I don't need you. There's plenty of them. But even for you just going upon this, you're dead to me. Okay. Yeah. So hopefully you can you. come to your senses and you'll get resurrected. But for right now, even thinking about locking people out of uh, shared accounts, you can go to hell. You're and dead. Apparently, to they're going to be signing you off every month. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. That's great. Just what I need to do is make you know more passwords. How irritating it is to sign back in on a television. Yeah, actually, that's I, a good point. I, I'm having this right now with ESPN Plus. It's infuriating for whatever reason. ESPN Plus doesn't let you have a new password. They just give you a number. 
and now I have to like log in 8,000 times to try and watch UFC on my television. Uh, watching Bally, I mean, Jesus, you don't even get me started on what a pain in the ass that is. Try and watch the Heat games on streaming. It's ridiculous. Get it together, so, streaming services. Just Or how about you just keep it the way that it was? And yeah. you know what? You miss out on a couple of uh, you know, a couple of nephews in college who are borrowing their uncle's accounts. You'll be okay, Netflix. You know, I think it kind of helped with your popularity yep. that so many people were using it. And instead, you want to be a rat bastard. And so guess what? You play rat bastard games, you get rat bastard prizes, and you're about to get yourself a big fat rat bastard panda from the carnival. <laughs> what if a parent doesn't live with their child? Right. What yep. what what then, J Fake? What so are you gonna tell- do then? The, the child cannot pay for Netflix. Right. So you're telling me like when Sophia goes off to college, she can't use my Netflix account. Netflix, she's got to buy her own. I got to buy two Netflix accounts. Get the hell out of here. The whole point is I'm allowed to use it wherever I want. All right. If I want to watch Netflix on, uh, uh, you know, at Starbucks, I can. If I want to watch Netflix out by my pool, I can. If, or if Airbnb. I want, right. Ooh, I can, if I want to, if I want to watch it in Tennessee, Please. fine. I like it. But you you guys think I'm going to stick around. Why? For another Pam Anderson documentary? No thanks, dude. All right? One? Yeah. Well, yeah, because they, um, they made the show on Hulu. She yep. didn't like it. She didn't even what? approve of it. So she I wanted to that. do her own story. Oh, man. And now it's on Netflix. Oh, I guess yeah. I'll never see it. Yeah. They're dead to us. That's a... Uh, that's you dead to me. We'll take a break. Get you caught up with your headlines. We'll talk some heat next hour. Wes Goldberg from Lockdown Heat's going to join us. We're back with more for this. You're dead to me. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 